Welcome back to Snackcast. Welcome. Good to see you. Kind of. Whatever. I can't see you. <laughs> there? So. There. Episode whatever number of Lies My Doctor Told Me book review. Um, it's been good so far, right? We yeah. covered fats. We covered, what was yesterday? Do you remember? I don't know. I'm brain farting here. Yeah, I'm brain farting too. Uh, milk. milk. Thank That's you, right. Jerry yeah. Wan. And I did get the whitewashing, whitewashed book. Oh, you did? Yeah, it's coming. So Yeah, you mentioned there's no audio book. Yeah, so there's no audio book on old that. Old school, I, you're going to have to sit on the beach and flip the pages. On the beaches. On the beaches. <laughs> so, all right. So today is a good one. Right. Um, this is probably one of the biggest lies, I would tell you, that has been you know, pulled over on the American people. Um, and it's cholesterol. Huge. And I think if you were to ask anybody on the street, anybody in your doctor's office, is cholesterol bad for you? They would all resoundingly say yes. It's Can we do one of those you. like university? We walk around with a camera and a mic and I go, right. is cholesterol good for you or bad for you? We should do that. What do you think? And they would be, <clears throat> to your point, 99% of the people would say. 99% would say it's bad for you. Yeah. So what does the book tell us? What, what do they teach us, right? <clears throat> Number one, there's an amazing amount of money spent to convince the American people is bad for us. Research studies, hundreds of research studies, commercials out the wazoo, you know, billions of dollars being spent um, to, to convince us, right? So we're supposed to go, it's a no-brainer. Right. Of course it's bad for us. Wrong. <laughs> Cholesterol, good. So one of the things the book talks about is it wasn't that long ago that the acceptable level was 300 of total cholesterol. And then they reduced it to 250. And then they reduced it to 240. Tell us what it is now, Bobby. I think it's as low as 200. 200. Now, right. In fact, we have a friend of ours that was recently asked to put on statins because her cholesterol was 180. Yes, you heard that right, 180. So if they get the number low enough, we'll all be subscribed. Everybody will be on statins. <clears throat> These same statins, which I alluded to just the other day, that are illegal in most of the European countries. Right. Illegal. Why do you think that is? Well, because they're so good for us. <laughs> so good for you. <laughs> so uh, he goes on in the book to actually, one of the few, I think, that he called an embarrassing lie. It's it's one of the worst, right? So what do we know? We know that almost every cell in the body mm -hmm. produces cholesterol. Right. The average production of cholesterol is 1,300 milligrams a day, right? Right. One third of every cell is made up of cholesterol, including the brain and the nervous system, right? Right. Um, he calls it the framework molecule for vitamin D production in the body, which so, we know is healthy. So let me ask you. So if you start working on reducing the cholesterol that the body creates, because, again, we haven't gotten to this yet. We will in a minute. It doesn't come from food, right? Right. So if we start to work on the reduction inside the body, and then we have to have vitamin D replacement, Vitamin D replacement. It's the framework molecule for your sex hormones. 
which I know this, you're a virgin, but yes, it, yes, <laughs> yes, very much so. This seems to me like all right, it's it's the the waterfall effect, right? Let's get them on this one drug. Oh sure, and then. Sure. We'll need 16 other drugs to counter the one issue. Dude, and, I, and everybody knows people like this, right? They get, got on the statins, and then they're on this and this and this and this to counter. Anyone who knows me knows that I think that that our leaders in big food, big pharma. Big retail. Um, big retail. They see us as ATMs. That's it. It's not about public health. It's not. That's my opinion. I know it's kind of an abrasive one, but um, I don't trust them as far as I can throw one <laughs> no one you know you can't so, throw no one so he goes in into the book it's ansel keys he strikes again right the seven country study that started with 22 countries and the narrative was changed and the data from 15 of the countries did not support his hypothesis so he carved them out right right even back to the the days of the american I, this was in the in the book the big fat surprise she talked about how um, American Heart Association got on board in conjunction with a grant that they won from none other than Big Food. I think it was General Mills or or I think it was General Mills that gave – maybe it was Nabisco at the time. But one of them gave them – and it was early. It was like 1940, right when that the key study was coming out or something. It was something like a million dollars and it was the largest grant that – uh, American Heart Association had ever gotten. Okay, fall in line. Here's your, here's your million yeah. dollars. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, uh, so yeah, that's that that whole era took off, yeah. right? Well, that that goes back to you know, ask any farmer, what do you feed your cows to fatten them up? Right. It's not corn fats, corn, <laughs> it's wheat, corn, corn, and other grains. Right. To fatten up the cattle. So if it fattens up cattle. Same with, your, with chickens. So right. you do the same with chickens. I mean, right? Corn. corn. Right. So I'm sorry. I, I got off track it's, there. On It's all right. But I mean, okay, so why, and I don't think he does too much looking into this, but they do in the big fat surprise, is why the huge incidents and in heart attacks that caused us to go look for, because that's what we did. We looked for something and then we're like, wow, this, this, this might actually, there might have been, I, I don't want to like cancel them all out that they were all bad and this was a one big conspiracy um i think it did suit their profit and their pocketbooks to to go along with this um but there were genuinely higher incidents of heart attacks from people coming back from world war ii right back from world war one and they said well it's because they didn't really have access to the meats right so they they got one idea and they brought it into another idea that fit the whole model, right? Was right. like, all right, but when the soldiers were overseas, they didn't have access to all the meats. So now they come back to the States and they're all dying of heart attacks. What happened? Spam. Sugar. Yeah. I was kind of making fun of the fake right. meat that they had. Wheat. Sugar. Yeah. Wheat. So Milk. a couple studies referenced in the book. Literally in 2015, the USDA Dietary Committee, blah, 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 literally said cholesterol is not a, a food product that we should be concerned about consumption levels, that it's absolutely not bad for you. How come that never hit mainstream media? Right. Well, it did. It 2014, did. 
on the cover of Time Magazine was a stick of butter. And Time Magazine talked about that cholesterol is no longer a food for concern. Okay. So, then, then why are we, we so focused on these saturated fats, unsaturated fats nonsense that has come up? Well, I, I, again, that's like it, the reports are out there. The studies are out there. Why aren't the doctors watching? And I, I think it's because the pharmaceutical reps and, you know, it's, it's, it's almost like what is um, what you, an old wives tale type thing that we've believed it so long, it's going to take decades to unwind that belief in doctors. Right. You know, high cholesterol, statin, high cholesterol, oh, statin, high cholesterol, low fat diet. They've been doing it forever. Right. Statin. I mean, right. you know, and, and I think when we did, if you haven't listened to the one, the, the snack cast that we did on seed oils, right? Right. That was the other thing. I, I mentioned wheat. I mentioned dairy. I mentioned uh, um, carbohydrates. These are all things, sugars that contribute probably to heart attacks. Um, but seed oils was a huge aspect, right? Your soybean oils, your vegetable oils, all of these different types of oils. That was a different thing that we didn't used to do 50, 60, 70 years ago. Right. Right. Nobody cooked with Crisco, you know, vegetable oil. Soybean oil. Soybean I oil. Mean, they cooked with lard, man. Any, anything <laughs> that big food can find a way to mass produce and make it cheaper will magically find its way into the my plate food pyramid nonsense. Right. Oh, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. You know, hey, this is what we're recommending, by the way, politician. Here's your check. Right. So, like every chapter, he ends it with, don't believe me, here's go get book. these books. Right. So, let me whip out the fancy readers. Um, these were too long for me to try and remember, so I, I did print them out. So, The Great Cholesterol Myth by Johnny Bowden or Bowden and Stephen Sinatra, MD, uh, written in 2015. Book number two, The Cholesterol Myths, Exposing the Fallacy that Saturated Fat and Cholesterol Cause Heart Disease by, and I'm going to totally mess this one up, Ufe Ravenskov, that's U-F-F-E, and then R-A-V-N-S-K-O-V. Ufe Ravenskov, MD, PhD, written in 2000. So very current. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, fats, cholesterol, they're good for you. Um, I think you and I have kind of known that for a while. It's very interesting to see a, a medical doctor, you know, put it pen to paper. I mean, he probably gets ridiculed by the medical community. He'll get sued again. Yeah, probably. So um, that's it. That's all I got for today. Yeah. So questions, comments, concerns, email us at snackcast at yes.fit. Stay moving. See you.